Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. What is up, folks? Welcome back to a, another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich Podcast. On today's episode, my good friend HV Human Vibration stops by for a chat. Um, woman of many talents, man. Woman of many talents. HV, welcome back to the freaking show. Hello, hello, Mr. Manifest himself. I love talking to you. You've got such a good soul and spirit. And that's what we're here for, right? I appreciate <laughs> that's that. The, that's the plan. For those who don't know about you, because I, I'm assuming at this point I just get new listeners, so they probably yes. haven't um, aren't familiar with you. Human vibration. Let us know who you are and what you got going on. I am human vibration. Uh, that is my Twitter handle, alia Insta. That's my pers- that's the that's the umbrella of my collection of thoughts. Um, I feel, you know, I, op- I open my eyes We're all, I feel like if they're listening to you, everyone's on this journey to better themselves, become more aware, awake. That journey for me was rocketed into first gear in January of 2020. I had a no personal awakening, a personal apocalypse where in an instant I saw everything differently than I had before. Um, 2020 meaning clear vision you know, 2020 vision. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's wonderful that for me, it happened in that, in that year. And actually so many people had a radical re-evaluation of life in 2020 nice. for, for, for many, many reasons. But that's when I started this journey, um, under the, you know, the name of human vibration. And, um, if you follow me on Twitter, that's where I'm Twitter and Insta, I'm, I'm most active on, on sharing my, my thoughts and my, my worldview. And I just, I like to question everything. I have said many times that we are long overdue for a radical reexamination of history as we're taught and told. Mm-hmm. And when I say history, I mean what's happening today because history is being written every day today and, and what's in our history books from from back then because yeah. every 20 years or so, you know, a new a new version of history is debated and approved and then um, handed on to our school children. You know, my history so books that I grew up with you are break totally, it down like that. It is. And it changes all the time. My, my history school book in group in you know, I grew up in a lot of places, but I settled in uh, Texas and I know Texas has a very specific way in their elementary and middle schools of teaching certain <laughs> battles and yeah. uh, just the, you know, uh, even the, 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 um, the revolutionary war and the civil war and everything is depending on what state you live in is, is, is as granular as state by state within the United States, you can be taught a different version of 
a singular event in history. And I use event in air quotes. Um, so just just understanding that history is evolving, history is changing. And I think history is a work of fiction. Um, and I everything that I do is trying to illuminate that within myself. Yeah explore that deeper. And then I just share that. I share that, um, as openly as I can. And I also believe my, my other than just, you know, other than just uncovering what's, what's real, what's, you know, false, what's, what's true, what's, you know, what's real and unreal. Um, I think one of the things that I really like to focus on is what we are as humans, mm -hmm. what we are, what this place is, what, you know, what's going on inside of our heads, what we're learning. That's just programming. Yeah. That's all just programming. That's just the OS. That's just programming the operating system for our machine, for the human body machine. The human machine is, you know, a bioorganic computational machine. It, it, we really do. We're, we're the, the finest mechanical product to, I think, ever, ever exist. And um, it's advanced I, meat suit. Really, 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 really is. And they still don't know how our brains work fully or, or, you know, we can register with things within the brain, but we cannot, yeah. and we can display energetic experiences within the brain, but we just can't ex explain it yep. in, in totality. We still can't explain deja vu. We still can't, can't explain how, how dreams work. I'm yeah. talking about the smartest, the smartest, highest of the high up on Mount Sinai, the medical professionals, the the gurus uh, yeah. of the meta uh, of the human body they can't explain to you exactly what dreams are and why they happen mm -mm. dreams like the most the most the thing that we all the most experience. literally in this in the sensation of deja vu so these basic properties these basic properties of how we operate what what's going on what we are where we are i like to think about those things and once mm. once you kind of um Okay, so why is the fakery on history and current day and modern events and trauma events? Yeah. Quote unquote, why is that so important to understand that they're fabricated and false? Well, the reason I believe it's so important to, to recognize that is because once you recognize that, you are released. Oh, big facts. You're released. You're released from the so-called tragedy and trauma. It no longer affects you. It's simply to, and you, that all that energy on an individual level Mm -hmm. And then when you think about it on a collective level, when more and more and more and more and more and more and more people stop being struck by that type of news and information, like a headline so can make reactive. You, yeah, react, react. That's the perfect word, reactive. Once we stop reacting to it because we understand that it's inherently false, like it just doesn't, it doesn't have the same sting, no. you know? And then we, That's, it's kind of comical too. Yeah. People have to go through a, a rabbit hole. Like guys, if you just go through like uh, HVs and Rambo's like timeline, you're going to get lost in a freaking rabbit hole. Oh yes. That's a great point. Okay. So the other big effort that I do is realize radio. And that is with Rambo who you're, you know, obviously we are the shout trio out Rambo. Uh, shout out to Rambo. And without Rambo, I, I mean, Rambo is, is like another, I, I'm one pillar. Like I have my explorations. I'm one pillar of, I think Rambo is just another pillar mm -hmm. and he, without him and me, it, like without his introduction into my world and then me seeing everything that he's doing, like he just helped me. He just like blew down so many more doors yeah. that I didn't even know were, were up and I didn't even know were perceivably locked or whatever. Like yeah. in my mind, I just began to seek and make connections 
that like really supported what I was exploring. And I was like, oh my God, this is how it all goes together. This is so wild. Like this is literally it. So yeah. Rambo's major fascination is the Hollywood fakery. Oh. Special effects, you know, everything we with what we CGI. think is like blue screen, CGI, yeah. green screen, all that stuff. And even, even when they show us these behind the scenes special effects, like how it's done, that's not even, they're not even showing us really how it's done. Rambo's excellent at, at like uncovering the deception behind the deception. Yeah. And also with, you know, at, between the new Hollywood magic, which is the green screen, SFX, CGI, all that generated visual effects to the old school, what we understand as old school Hollywood magic with, you know, characters like just, just disguises, you know, wigs, teeth, makeup, you know, uh, and human all, vibration. And, and why human... would they, why would they do that to us? Oh, why would they, <laughs> why would they try to create characters and trick us? Um, oh, Hollywood's such a good topic. Yeah. And that's why I'm so glad that, you know, Rambo has this as his, his keystone. I mean, obviously he's got a, t a million other explorations, you know, his panda stuff is unparalleled. People are starting, that's going, that's no, going, I did, shout out. I forgot to mention this to Rambo. I saw this, uh, cause that panda shit be throwing me off ever since. I love it. Rambo. I, I saw love this, it. uh, I think it was on TikTok or something. It was just a panda who was just like rolling around and I'm like, damn, if this is a human person, you actually doing a great job, but then <laughs> still, I don't freaking know. I don't, I don't know because you don't see pandas in the wild so i don't know yeah i i ultimately fall that zoos are spectacles and what we understand as zoo animals are <clears throat> meant to be in captivity they're, they're just meant for our spectacle i don't mm. actually i don't believe that there's a true wildlife story behind these wild animals they i just, think that it's ah that would make yeah. sense though yeah but they make they make um, it seem like you they go to the wild uh bring them back but that would, I feel like that would take too much. Either you just like you're breeding. Yeah, that's the story. Something. That's the story. They could, you know, they they could just be bred and created for the purpose of our entertainment and yeah. also to further the narrative. Yeah. Um, I do believe that there is some like just basic base fakery too within some zoos of people in, or, or they've shown us how this happens in Hollywood films. Mm -hmm. Hollywood shows us so much. And again, this is, you know, shout out to Rambo. He, he's all over this, but like, in one of the Batman films, there were these penguins, these life-size penguins. They were gigantic, but they were played oh, by yeah. people. They were played. They were. They were. You know, they weren't animatronic um, penguins. They were actually penguin costumes played by people, and um, it was just so interesting because there's all these different ways to achieve a singular deception, like yeah. a, like us, like a, there's all there's all these there's so many different ways to do it, um, but ultimately, I think it's most important that we are able to scrutinize what we're being taught and told. And come to the realization, understanding, comprehension, recognition mm. that what we have been taught and told is a fabrication, is a fabrication of the truth. It's um, a lie. A lie. A lie. <laughs> a lie. It is all. Have you seen, because I don't, it's, I haven't been going on rants lately, um, but have you seen that Hunter Lee, uh, that Hunter Biden, Hunter uh, Biden leak? Yeah. That shit is fucking wild. Yeah. It's sick. It's gross and sick and twisted and dark and perverted and perverse and gross and disgusting. That's your, and president. Infuriating. That's your president's son though. For those who voted for Biden, the, that's the president, president of the United son. States, his son. And we are now seeing his, penis swing around yep. a, ho a hotel room full of hookers 
and we're seeing him weigh crack cocaine on yep. a you know a little on drug scale. scale. Yep. This is the president's son, and and this is gro- this is grosser than any pornography I've ever seen. Like this is this is this is I, I do I do not want to watch this in, no. in, in my wildest wilds. Gross. It is absolutely, but it's like it's kind of a a, a porno. Yeah, it is. That's being pushed on us. And I think this is just meant, okay, well, first of all, I don't think it's, first, big picture, I think all of this is a careful, calculated release, and it's all fake, it's, it's all, I think these are characters, I think the, what we understand is every president of the United States and their families, and all the scandals that go along with it, I think all of them are little fairy tales that we get told Mm. to keep us asleep, little, little bedtime fairy tales. To add to your point, because that's interesting, I think, because I remember, because um, I follow a lot of people, I follow, <laughs> I follow, of course, I follow people on Twitter, and like, you'll see certain things where, um, so, blah, 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 let me backtrack, yeah. big picture, okay, Biden was elected scripted or not right how it was mm-hmm. supposed to be just for us to see the foolery of the this whole president crap right yeah. if, it, if, if, it, if it is all a theater in the play they're playing a roles so this whole hunter shit is just furthering that like hey we need to rethink this whole president thing because this is this is a fucking y'all he can't even finish a sentence the president can't. the president of the united states is unable to finish he's, a sentence he's i don't care which sentence seemingly any sentence and this should be concerning this should be this should not, be disqualifying and not even look the other way because a lot of people just look in the other way like oh he's just oh but no this is terrible it's it's just it should be disqualifying like you should not be able to quote unquote run a yeah. country but again i don't think it's of course all he's not a running a country it's all a farce the position is a farce He's a character puppet. He's a puppet, uh, you know, a politician. It's it's puppetry. It's political puppetry. Yeah. It is just unreal. And, you know, people in the, um, I just I just don't think, I was going to say people within the conspiracy community often talk about Joe Biden having like a different set of ears, you know, I've, every I've decade. Seen it seems that. like, his, he's like, why are his ears changing? And then people were like, oh, it's because he's a clone or something. I just think it's proof that um, just like in the Netflix's The Crown, where they show you different decades of the queen's life. Yeah. And in each decade, in each season, she and every character, so the, the, the person who plays the queen and the person and every character around her, each season they'll get swapped out with an older actor. Mm. And then the next season they're swapped out with an older actor to really mimic the aging process. But they don't like a they don't like they just get different actors which is a really interesting decision because he's like why couldn't they just choose someone and like age them you know but they decided not to go that route and i think that is telling us in plain sight truth in plain sight that the the highest roles the 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 queen and i'm going to say you know every president of the united states i think that if they are in in politics long enough and they need to be aged in that way because joe biden uh, Barack Obama wasn't in politics all that long. He was like, no, he wasn't. No, he just he showed up out of nowhere. Literally showed up out of nowhere, and then within mm-hmm. a few short years, he was president of the United States. Can I go on a Can I go on a quick Obama yeah. rant? Because yeah, I yes, saw yes, something yes. yesterday. So I'm from Chicago, and they they're building like this Obama fucking museum 
and taking up a lot of land and they have like these little things and i'm like do you know what this freaking man did during his presidency the freaking evil that he did while he was in president y'all celebrating this guy just because he's a quote-unquote first black president uh, no that's a bifurcation of the mind that's with every president oh okay so God. obama had like half the you know some part of the population believing all the the goodest of the good and the other part of the population believing the baddest of the bad and the fact that the goodest of the good and the baddest of the bad could exist as information held within the public consciousness at the same time that creates this polarization a polarization effect same thing we're seeing with joe biden today some people Damn, that's true. Voted, you know, some people believe the goodest of the good about Joe Biden and whatever, but more, you know, now it's like, and then now people are believing the baddest of the bad, but it seems like they're really pushing it. Like, it's going to be really difficult to, to, to go on with Joe Biden as the president. There's something, it seems to be swelling to such a point that there has to be like a clash, but for a long time, people loved Joe Biden at the same time that people were... We're totally, you know, I mean, obviously onto the to Hunter Biden narrative and yeah. thinking, you know, already we've been yelling crack pipe for a, a years, years. The fact that it's coming out now is no, is of no true consequence other than it's visually like it's made it's it's poisoning our minds. Like yeah. it, it's so poisoning. But none of this is real. It's but it's gross and it's wild and it's wacky. And it just reminds me of these leaks. These hacks remind me of the Podesta emails. Um, I'm not sure how much of your audience would be familiar with this. I'm not even familiar. Please uh, enlighten. It goes into the Q, like the Q world, which I was QAnon, which you know I dipped my toe into that before I woke up. Before I woke up to like a lot of these things are just traps and ways to like siphon our our focus and our energy and just get us down these rabbit holes. And a lot of conspiracy theories are just meant to polarize and divide and get us on the two sides that are neither in the, in the light, you know, um, but swirling with the polarization always. Um, I, oh, where was I going with that one? Um, backtrack, backtrack. Where was I going? Oh gosh. I don't really do this all the time, but I lost, I lost, uh, one of my trains of thought. Um, no, I lost it. I lost it, man. It's okay. It's okay. Let it go. Let it go. So, Piggy, okay, backtrack a little bit. I thought, because I don't, I don't really get to talk about this often, but that Jisling Maxwell shit. Mm-hmm. I okay. So first of all, oh, oh the just, just like the, I'll revisit that later. Sorry, yeah. Oh no 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 go whoa we could no 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 go for you. Well, I was it. saying the Pizzagate. Okay, so sorry I lost my track, but the mm. Pizzagate um, emails were a part of this John Podesta. Like QAnon had this thing about like Pizzagate and kids getting locked in basements. And I mean, it was like the sickest, sickest stuff. And this stuff was happening like 2000, all through Trump's presidency, all through his, his first, you know, his term in office Mm -hmm. and people were investigating, like there was a pizza parlor that was shot up. Supposedly it was in the news. Some guy went into it because he believed he was like saving the children, saving some children that were locked in the basement of the pizza parlor. I mean, people believed that there was this nefarious action going on and because in the the WikiLeaks leak, which is you know WikiLeaks Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks leak of some DNC emails, John Podesta, Hillary's uh, a very high up individual in Hillary's cap, you know her 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 run for presidency and her Secretary of Stateship and all that stuff. Um, he was he had all these really strange emails 
to and from, and they were referencing all this really strange stuff, this seemingly really the code, these code words, which yeah. on these QAnon message boards, you found out that these code words were all about pedophilia and stuff. It, it, it just started to, and because it was on WikiLeaks and looked at like his official, you know, gov email, it was like, oh my God, this is all true. I was, I was down that rabbit hole. I, I, I you know, for a while and it was gross. But then once I woke up in January, again, of January, 2020, January 8th, 2020, I realized all of that stuff was just meant to poison and to toxicify my mind mm. and, and none of it's actually real. Bad yeah. stuff happens in the world. Bad stuff does happen in the world, but I 100%. truly believe that bad, bad stuff happens on a, on a much more granular level. Mm -hmm. um, usually within the family system is where like the initial traumas are formed. And then usually it takes a lifetime to unravel ourselves from, yep. if you know, certain you know, patterns that get, get set usually by people that are very close to us, hurt people, hurt people. So if they were hurt, they'll pass yeah. that down. And I think that because we are familiar with like interfamilial and, and, and situational, but you know, not, 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 not saying violence necessarily, but you know, sometimes it's just emotional. Sometimes it's weird. You know, all, all families are kind of weird, you know, and yeah. we all just grow up with that. And so we're kind of primed to, when we hear about these these things that are happening, these, these bad, you know, these, uh, these, these stories uh, from afar, I think something about the, I think there's something that we, like we adopt it more, more readily. Like we're primed to adopt mm. those, those, cause it kind of makes sense. And it's just, even though it's really distant. Okay. So a great example of this is the milk carton kids from the 1980s yeah. where we're missing kids were printed on every milk, milk carton cartons, yeah. in the United States. And it was just an incredible amount of milk cartons. The campaign itself wasn't all that long, but it was obviously very, very impactful. Yeah. The idea of milk carton kids as missing kids is synonymous. If you say a milk carton kid, someone will unsynonymously understand that you're talking about a missing child or something. Yeah. Um, none of those kids were real. It was Dang. a marketing campaign. None of those kids were ever found. None of those kids were ever, nothing ever came of any of those kids because they didn't exist. So what was the point though? To instill fear in the minds of the American public on the breakfast table mm. of every single man, woman, and child while they're eating their breakfast, they're seeing the face of this missing kid. After that, parents got a lot more locked Yo. down with their children. Stranger danger was a huge part of the narrative. Fear, fear, fear. That I think if I think sense. we just get locked down in fear. If they can fill our heads with fear and trauma and all these news stories of all this horrible stuff happening, which I don't think actually happens, I think yeah. it's just projected onto us and it's fake. It's all fake. I think That's if they can keep us true. in like a keep us locked down by fear, because fear is a prison. Fear is a yeah, prison. Yeah, fear is a prison. Yeah, and I think that it's a very effective tool to modify our behavior create and, the reality that they want that they yeah. can't re they can't create yeah, it doesn't matter if those kids weren't real every parent yeah. became a little more fearful of johnny riding his bicycle you know down the street and that cre that creates a shift in behavior and that creates a shift in humanity damn, damn yeah. they smart as shit i ain't gonna lie they're clever they're Especially clever little card how often do you Go in the refrigerator, grab some milk for your every coffee. Every breakfast table. Yeah, children. every time. Mm -hmm. Damn, the children. <gasps> the children adopt that. And then that's creating that reality. And they, now they're fearful. Damn. Little Johnny was kidnapped. Yeah. I don't want to be kidnapped, mommy. Well, yeah, exactly. And then they have nightmares that? about it, getting kidnapped. That is freaking Movies, wild. lots of movies about it. And then my, what, and then speaking, you know, kidnapped. The original story of my, my fascination, my original fascination was JonBenet Ramsey. She is my oh, yeah, I know, I know. skeleton key. And when the story first broke, 
like December 26th, 1996, when the next morning, when, you know, when the story broke, she was a missing child Mm -hmm. at the beginning, even though eventually the story goes, which I don't believe any of these details, but the story goes that she was found in the basement of her home. Her body was found in the basement of her home and she wasn't a missing child at all. Um, And they thought she was missing because there was a ransom note, very strange details Uh, meant to be unsolvable, unsolvable for a reason. And uh, anyway, but the key, the nugget there was like the missing kid. Like there was, and they had not that long, not that long prior, they had planted the seed that kids go missing all the time. And so, you know, the child is missing is just like this. Um, it's like Pavlov's dog reactionary. Yeah. Like a parent would be like, of course, I believe this story because there's just kids going missing all over. This isn't just it's another touching one. my heart. I know. It, yeah, it's touching my I wonder, because yeah. now that you tell this story, the events that led up to that situation like was it like a a a, a child fear propaganda going on with like protect your children yeah. blah 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 yeah there was a whole term created called stranger danger Damn. which didn't really exist let me see when that when that name stranger danger. this whole pandemic thing is letting me see like the puzzle like the the breadcrumbs they they drop before the 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 main show mm-hmm. Yep. How interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm trying to look up when Stranger Danger was originally in our lexicon, but uh, I mean that should be common sense to hold Stranger yeah. Danger. Like just don't yeah. <laughs> don't leave your children around stranger guys, I think. Yeah. In gen- I would argue though, in general, the majority of the world is like programmed to be good. Like we're actually much, much better. And life is like so much more beautiful than they would yeah. ever let us believe. And they want us to believe that we're all bad. Oh, but so I do true. believe that this world can like poorly program. I can, I believe that we can get soured by this world as well. And we easily. can like turn bad and do bad things. Yeah. Easily, so, easily, easily. Cause yeah. this prime example, just the whole, um, uh, the whole jab thing. Like now they're revealing the um, side effects and people getting sick to start admit it. But at the same time, they're still pushing for people to get it yeah that's another bifurcation of the mind yeah some of the population believe it's therapeutic and good and positive and they'll fight to the death for that and other people on the other side believe it's like the most deadly thing you could put in your body mm-hmm. at the same time at the same time the population is is literally polarized to the absolute max yeah that's power power and polarization magnetic forces polarization of polar opposites create a swirling whirling effect within society within us within and i think ultimately we power this realm our energy is what empowers empowers this, this, this realm around us because we are energetic beings in the energetic realm yeah and that's why and, they need uh, our energy yeah i think that's what it, i think that's ultimately what and okay my name is human vibration why because everything is vibration our energy mm-hmm. total totality i think the i think focused human attention is the most precious resource on within this realm. And I think it powers this realm. And if you were to measure our full individual output, it's measured in, in, in energy frequency vibration. So human vibration is, uh, is what this is. And I think vibration ultimately creates the tone that we are emitting, like the Mm. the resonance, the sound, the frequency. Um, and I think that's very important because I do think that our vibe, our vibration, our vibe mm-hmm. can attract, can attract, uh, I think our vibe attracts our tribe. I think when you're Big vibrating facts. on a certain, and that can be good or bad, like you can have a bad vibe and just have, and just be, just invite 
and not even know it like you can have a bad vibe unconsciously not even know and then you're like why am i attracting all these people who blah 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 was well you would know it's your vibration right and actually when you're in that vibe you wouldn't even see these people as lower than you or bad or whatever or whatever like you they would just vibe with you and you would find yourself naturally coming into each other's concentric circles, friendship circle, whatever you would just people in your life would be on a certain level. And then I feel like there's things and there's all sorts of things we can do to realign and raise our, um, strengthen and improve and tune our vibration. And it's our thoughts, our actions, our words, everything we do, everything we put into our body, everything we put into our minds. I think all Mm -hmm. of that is some total can, can alter or, um, anyway, it can improve, you know, it can, you know, make more harmonious or more discordant your, your individual personal vibration. It's your choice. Yeah. And when you raise it, then you'll notice. I think that's when you notice that you're actually out of tune mm-hmm. with those lower vibration people. You're, it's discordant. It's just, it, it doesn't fit anymore. And even, it, it's a feeling more than anything. Yeah. I would add to that, like even your reality too, like things that's not yes. going, like for example, yes. I work in sales. So I know like if I'm going through something, my, my, that's going to reflect too because of my energy and I'm peeping that. But when I'm in, when I'm good and I'm, high spirited you know this vessel is clear yeah. it's, it's just a, a clear channel so you start like to add to your point you start to notice how it impacts your reality on the day-to-day yeah. yeah i do think that we are rendering as we go we render as we go like yes. our reality is influenced by us mm-hmm. far more than the other way around and that's true accountability which a lot of people yes you were big on that you're big yeah. on true accountability and because you got to you, you freaking got to. got to even even the ugly shit like even the ugly shit yeah um we it can, can easily slip into like i did this because this happened to me or i i i, I am this done. way because this happened to me we can that's so easy to do we all do it that's how mm-hmm. this place is designed to 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 not take account of once you realize that victimship just yeah like a victimhood mentality makes us makes us susceptible to being locked into behaviors that we think we can't break because we're victims of it but you can you can totally rewrite your script you really can can at any moment at any moment every passing moment is an opportunity to turn it all around it really it really 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 is and once you realize that the world is now totally in control. And like, even in the worst of times, like you, there, there's always a move to do that is either going to improve yeah. the situation or make it worse. There's always, it's like a chess move on a chessboard. There's like, there's always something. Chess is a perfect do. example. Perfect example. Yeah. Because when your game. queen is gone and you think you can't make any more moves, you got to start being strategic. There's always a move. Yeah, there's, there's always, always a move. move. Yeah, there's always a move. And, uh, yeah, and That's I think. This... Um, no, no, go, go, go. I don't know. I, 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 you, I, I will compliment you. Uh, I know that your listeners obviously already know this, but you, you're a, like you're one of the 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 bigger voices. I think that like you, one of your more common go to reminders is like mm-hmm. you got to take responsibility for that, or you're got never to. gonna change it. It's never gonna change. And if once you do, it's like a you you're you you've uh built you've like built your own ladder like you're it's like an escape i don't know it's like it's like you created a door for you to get out of it's like a light you created your own life preserver and 
I don't know. Yeah. It's something very magical that happens when you take ownership of your actions. And then when you realize that every thought, every, every decision, every next step, every word out of your mouth, um, that that matters Freaking and that matters. can either add points to your total in the game or subtract yep. points from your total in the game. Literally everything, literally everything. And it comes down. So something I've been playing around to, um, for example, earlier, um, a coworker asked me, how's a month going? Cause we, we do things off quota. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you were honest, I've had blah, 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 blah. Even though it's true, you're hurting your reality because you're saying, okay, this is my current contrast. Give me more. So oh. something I've been really, cause I'm, I'm good with kind of like non-speak. The non-speak. Like, yeah. So I, this I is can say, dangerous. Yeah. Like it non-speak. is dangerous. It's fucking dangerous. So I've been playing around with saying, you know what? Things are on the up and up. I'm grateful for blah, 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 because I know that is going to give me blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And just play around with that. Even, even, on even on some random thing because we all go into the habits of saying what we truly feel or you know saying what we truly feel but that's not helping our that's not helping the case with our reality at all you have to literally be delusional yeah as delusional as possible it has to be done yeah. And like client speak when you're, when you're doing emails and stuff interdepartmentally or to out facing to a client, like there's just yeah. all the specific language they have to use. And it's kind of like, non, and it's like over explain, you know, these flowery yeah. and so much of, I think business, um, business dialogue is shrouding the truth, making things mm. sound better than they are. Yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the way I can position this? That's kind of like not really saying what we're up to. Like, how can I make this sound better than it is? Or how can I buy us some time with like, make it, you know, so much. I mean, you wouldn't think about that as lies and deception. No, nobody would like, it's just good business practice. Like let's, 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 let's communicate this in a way that does this. And it's like, yeah, you're crafting your craft. Let's craft this email. Let's credit, you know, it's just like, and I think that that type of dialogue and speech is a form of a lie. Like ultimately yeah. there is a better, there is a truer way to just like, just get it out there. Um, and it, I mean, it's, it's, it's even down to that. It's even down to that mm. level. Like when we get rid of that fluff talk, something, something oh. magical happens. It, it, can we call it that fluff talk. We're not allowed to, we're not allowed to try. We're, we have to like, we're celebrated by having flowery language. We're by, mm. by shrouding, but we're by making something seem this way when it's really this way. We're like celebrated for that within business, but it means ultimately it means nothing and it's not the truth. No. And I think that that actually devoids us over time and, and normalizes and normalizes and normalizes mm. this deception as reality and deception as reality, even though it's innocuous seeming, you're yeah. just buying some time for your team or whatever like yeah. nobody's hurt you know nobody's hurt by this mi- micro deception this yeah. this uh reframing you know reframe 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 you know nobody's hurt by this but maybe you are maybe we are as yeah. when we do it when we engage in it um guys yeah one thing so since we're on since we're on the topic if you're ever like feeling off about something the quickest way to like to get your vibration back is just a, a rampage of freaking gratitude yeah. Like I oh, find that if I'm just, I'm just vibrating low for whatever reason, that art of gra- it's, it's like a subtle reminder, like, Hey, you've been focused on the wrong. Yeah. You've been focused on this one central point that isn't 
going right in your life but how about you look at the overall picture of what is actually going great and amazing for you hold on to that frequency let that love fill back up inside of you yeah the situation still may suck but you're just looking at it from a different perspective right that gratitude is a is a a, uh, that's one of my favorite practices recently it's so beautiful yeah gratitude really is the is a key it's like a does it make you like live in the, is it like, because it brings you to the present moment? It brings, um, so to, for now, it's, it's, it's two things. For me, it brings me to the present moment, but it's just a, it's like this energetic reminder that, mm-hmm. that everything is okay. You just get blindsided with, yeah. with anger or yeah. rage or whatever the situation may be. And then you, cause like for, for example, Let's say you had this this weekend. Let's say something random happened to you, right? Let's say somebody, prime freaking example. I'll give you a prime example. Ooh, I'm okay. addicted to tacos. Everybody that listens to this podcast knows I'm addicted to tacos. <laughs> so what did I do yesterday? Well, damn, I just told myself I had tacos yesterday too. But what did I do Saturday? I got some tacos. Um, and then the it would have came out to a certain amount, but the guy just charged me less. And that I could have just easily just that's that's a situation where you don't really you just oh, okay I, I saved some money let mm-hmm. me move on but it's like no you were just gifted something yeah this is a gift mm-hmm. express gratitude for so those situations that we just take for granted that mm-hmm. actually is an amazing thing yep don't take that for granted yeah I I agree I, I think general you know these little these little gifts from the universe mm-hmm. they can be multiplied through you if you just focus if you uh yeah if you really take it to heart and you will be I th- and i think generosity is yeah. a, a magic trick as well like true generosity um mm-hmm. not like um perceived not like the trying to put on a show yeah not like showy generosity but like true generosity mm. of spirit of self of resources um i think that that creates a, a flow a channel yeah and, um uh, a flow of, 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 of currency, like a current and, uh, and it is a currency. That, it is currency. Yes. Currency. And like, they don't call money currency because currency means money. They call mm-hmm. money currency because currency means a flow of energy yep. and energetic flow. The current is a measurement of, inter- of an energetic flow of a system. And I think that money is just one example of this, but uh, it's the, it's the most obvious and pressing an example. But I do think that if you find ways to decouple to to think of really an abundance mindset even when you don't have a ton of resources and I'm I'm not talking about going out and spending money like crazy but if you can just like find ways to yeah I don't know this is this is a hard conversation to have um, especially with some people are really 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 struggling right now but again society sets us up to be like let's 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 dive into that though we can because it's (laughs) somebody no matter it doesn't have to be on a huge scale but if you can find a way to to be generous in some way, even when you are struggling, there's, yeah. there's lots of different ways than just money, you know, cause maybe you really can't, maybe you, you really can't even give a quarter away. Well, I mean, I'm, this is, I remember maybe. one, t- no, go ahead. no, 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 no. When I was growing up, we would go through feast or famine times in my family. And I remember there was one time, like one year we went on like, you know, two family vacations, which was like incredible. And then like, you know, like, it was like, oh my God, like we're, we're rich. And then the yeah. next year, we didn't like, I, we asked for, I mean, my brother would ask for like quarters 
for lunch, you know, so we could get milk. And my mom would be like, we don't have any quarters, you know? And so I understand what it's like to not be able to give a quarter, like even like, yeah. a, like a coin of anything, but so it doesn't have to be money. But I do think if you're, if you're a way to be generous with maybe someone in, in need or even a stranger, sometimes yeah. being generous to a stranger, that's the um, best feeling. That is honestly it'll come back feeling. to you. It'll come, yeah. but what I'm trying to ultimately get at is it'll, it will come back and it, it, it rarely comes back from the same source. Um, it, but it, it will come back in a way and you'll be like, oh, wow, that's incredible. incredible. And so you just got to keep paying it forward. Yeah. That's, oh, that's so that's because something, something I've been practicing, like, for example, if I'm at the gym, I, I'll uh, give a random person a compliment, like, hey, you did really good on that set or you, you look amazing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like giving love, but you don't, you don't know what people are going through, but um, tapping into your example of like, what if, what if, you know, Richard, HV, I don't have any money, times or blah, 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 blah. You just have to, for those who are going through like financial situations, this from like now or even in the future, it all comes down to your vibration and your belief on money, right? So like, for example, HV, you was mentioning, you know, when you were growing up, your mom was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. You know, I can't. She had a real restriction mindset because her mom grew up in the depression. See? And it was past this, this construct and concept around money um, it's just really interesting. Yeah. Just really interesting how our belief on what it, what it is and yes. the power it sways over us. And I used to be really tight with my money in a sense that like, Same. like mentally up here too, because whenever I would like go, let's say I would go to happy hour with a girlfriend or something and mm-hmm. we would split it quote unquote, but she mm-hmm. had another drink than me, or maybe she had a more expensive meal than me. Yeah. I would be clocking that. I'd be clocking like, that oh, in my head and it would you be owe really me $7 and 32 cents for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was really focused on that because I was very stingy. I was not generous Damn, at all. I was the same now, way. I was the same way. Now I will actually pick, I'll just most of the time, or not not even most of the time, but it seems to it seems to even out kind of mm-hmm. crazy. It, it always evens out. I will just pick up the tab. I'll be like, oh, this one's on me this time, you know, and I'll just yeah. get the tab for both of us, knowing that then, you know, the next time we go out or p- even me with another person, like, or a group, another group, like it's going to be yeah. the, the riches will be shared. It's going to even out it, at the end of the day, you're just going to have the same amount that you would have, if you were super miserly or whatever, yep. but it's going to alleviate that stress, that toxicity. Just think Damn. of all those like miserly oh. thoughts as toxic th- thoughts. And instead of and actually it feels good. It feels good to pick up the tab. And then it also feels good when someone does it for you. And so yeah, it's it like, does. and I know that there's like parents sitting at home, like listening to this going, I sure wish someone would pick up the tab for my family when I'm out to dinner, you know? So I you understand have to that this pay that happen. for it too. Yeah. There's, there's, there's ways for even on the family aspect and on, on the family unit for generosity to beget generosity, um, within any, your, commu- your family unit, your friends, yeah. your community on the, on a larger scale, Putting yourself out there and sharing of your time and your resources and your energy and your talents, whatever you're good at, whatever, just share that, share it, share it. And, you got me, you got me thinking about something, HV. So remember, I called myself out about this. I think it was like a week or two ago. I was, uh, no, it was actually, it was last week. I was, uh, you know, like when something costs, let's say, let's say something costs like $5, right? And the, the upgrade mm-hmm. is like $3 more. Right. Um, and you tripped about that three, spending that extra three bucks. But then yep. once you get the thing, you're like, damn, was that three? Would that three bucks really have hurt me? No. But you was being frugal and you was looking at it from a lack that you couldn't afford it, which you could. Right. Right. Or it's like, ah, sh- I got to pay for shipping. Yeah. Ah, 
you know, and it's like, I'm not even going to get it. Cancel entire order you know, because I was going to have to pay $5 for shipping. But then uh, 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 pivot. I'm grateful that I have the $5 to pay for the shipment to get me the item that's going to make me enjoy my life even better. Mm-hmm. Those are the conversations that we got to pivot when we start complaining about whatever the case may be. Because it could have been yeah. a situation where you didn't have it. That's why I was like, my, my main thing, as long as I have it, I'm not going to complain because there was a time where I didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all, yeah, it's all how, how what we experience, you know, you know, what we think when we've, oop, I didn't mean to do that. Um, when we, um, you know, some people that have never experienced something, they will desire it in a way that some, you know, like, because they have an idea in their, in their head what, what it would be like to, or I guess, okay. So it's kind of like, be careful what you, what you wish for, because yes. some people like lottery winners, I'm sure a lot of them have wished that they'd be wildly rich. Oh, one day. I, was, like, I was definitely, one of those we all people. do. I mean, that's the whole, that's the, the lottery. The idea that the lottery even exists plants this seed in a lot of people's head. Many, many, of them, not most of like, Ooh, I could be uh, beyond why my, my wildest wealths one day, my wildest dreams of wealth. And I don't even have to work for it. I could just win the lottery and lickety split. I'm a mazillionaire, you know? Yeah. And but what happens to these lottery winners? I mean, actually me and Rambo talk about this a lot because we don't Ooh. even think that it's like, re- we think the lottery, all the big, all the big, 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 big payouts are not actually real. It's kind of like money laundering. Um, and they just Ooh. have people stand in front of big checks. And, and But the story goes, if you do believe it's all real, the story actually goes that pe- everybody that wins the lottery they're like bankrupt within a few years and they're miserable and they wish they had never won because their life was just fine before it. Although they were, you know, down, whatever, you know, yeah. like they, they, they are actually worse off that they've won the lottery, which was the antithesis and the opposite of what they've dreamt their whole life. They just thought if they could only win the lottery, this, or if like, I could only get rich, I could be happier. If I, you know, it's like, if you're waiting to be rich month, before yeah. you can be happy or like enjoy happiness you're it, it ain't never gonna happen you you're know? going backwards with it then too like let's 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 say you won like five hundred thousand dollars and you still operate from like a lack consciousness mm-hmm. you that money's gonna go prime freaking example i'll give you guys a prime example uh my aunt she she inherited some money from um a legal situation mm-hmm. um and she lack consciousness lack 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 mm. blew through that that money so quick i bet yeah so fucking quick with nothing to show for it and in my head i'm like i would have did this that that invested this save this blah blah blah. it's like it's just a, a different level of, of of awareness right i think you know yeah and then i mean she had to pay taxes on the money too and that go you know that's a whole other discussion but yeah that these these inherent i think some people can get so blinded by the notion this idea this concept the number on a screen or the page and and, um and it'll make them kind of go crazy you know kind of like it'll kind of maybe even turn like a sane person and a little insane because now they feel like they have this endless resource and we've been told our whole lives that money is god and money is everything if only you have money money is the money makes the world go around all this stuff Funny yeah, part, when people say money is God, money is actually consciousness because it's just energy. And yeah. when we hoard that money, we're stopping that that flow of energy to be expressed. So, when, so guys, think about it. When you, your savings, for example, if you're just hoarding your savings, you're not actually using anything. You're hoarding consciousness. Consciousness wants to express itself. Now, I'm not saying empty your bank account and buy that 60-inch TV or, or, <laughs> or I'm not saying do all that, but don't be stingy with your spending like hv said 
she picked up the tab for that bar. It'd be situations where me and my me and my bro will go to the bar after work and he'll buy the round of shots and then I'll buy the round of shots. And then we're not thinking about, oh, you got to pay me back or blah, blah, right. blah. It's just the, the flow of giving um, freely. And then those things will come back because you're coming, you're giving from a place of abundance. And then the universe said, well, shit, you think you got it like that? You're damn right. Here's more. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. freaking more. Yeah. That's an interesting one. The human experience, you know, I, I want to go back to what you said about the, the gratuity, the, the, yeah. the gratitude as uh, gratuity is like the tip, you know, like, uh, but yeah, See, that throws so me it goes back too. to money. It goes back yeah, to money. It's, it's weird. It's weird how that connects, but, um, yeah. gratitude ultimately is such a cheat code. It's, I'm trying to tell you, HV, I'm trying to tell you if yeah. you, if you can just like, for example, if you, if you catch yourself huffing and puffing about whatever situation, maybe there's traffic or you're in a rush or you mad, you stubbed your toe, whatever the fucking case may be. Right. <laughs> yeah. Get it out. But use that gratitude. Hey, at least my toe not bleeding. At least my toe not, you know, cut <laughs> off. Maybe, Ooh, this me being stuck in traffic. I, I didn't realize the, the lake was this blue. Yeah. <laughs> Like, living in the moment, the present. Living a freaking moment. Now, easier said than done. Like if you're going through like breakups and stuff like that, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Um, but so that gratitude will keep you in because the main goal, right, is operating from the heart space. Now, there are evil in the world, the hundred percent. Um but learning to look at things from a different perspective and still operate it from a heart space um, is what keeps us clear and able to just be our, our, our best version of ourselves. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. yeah. Yeah. I think the heart clear, like your vision is not just your eyes. I think it, your vision, your, your total, your total vision is expressed you know, in, in what you are feeling. And we kind of mm. think of that in our heart, like what our, what our heart is telling us, you know, or what our gut is telling us, like all these things are aligned when you're doing, when you're act, when you're thinking and you're acting and you're speaking and you're believing and your actions and all those things, when all of those things match, because there's mm. lots of times where we may be speaking, but up in our wow. head, we're like, oh, yes. or we may be thinking something, but in our heart, we're like, okay, the hearts I, and words don't I, match. I, even I know it's like, it just doesn't, I, even my thoughts, even my thoughts, I'm not even being true to myself and my thoughts, you know, and then our gut sometimes just gives us these alarm bells, you know, when, when any of those other things are out of line or, you know, or when we encounter something that is, that is just disaligned with us and, I yeah. think that there are ways of operating in this world and everyone's is different. I'm going to, this yeah. is not a moral conversation. Yeah. Everybody has their own alignment and that makes that you whatever feel makes, better. If it makes, yeah. If it makes, if it makes you, you, when you can be the truest expression of you and your heart and your head and your words and your actions and your beliefs are all aligned yeah. and you're not second, you're not shortchanging yourself or any mm-hmm. one of those, whatever's and you're, and you're really moving, you're moving on. The, I think the gate, the path is a narrow one, but it's unique path for everybody. And I think you just have to find your true alignment um, in that process. Yeah. HV, you want to know something interesting? Follow, follow me really quick. Yeah. Consciousness. Okay. V, okay. Imagine yourself in a white room, all white room. 
this is one of my like recurring theme th- uh, visuals from childhood. I just see myself in this white room, like coming to, and it's was, total, totally white. Nobody's was, speaking any language. Anyway, yep. go ahead. <gasps> I was supposed to say this. I'm getting goosebumps. So imagine yourself in this all white room. Everybody, you know, follow this this thing too. You're in all white room. Now, you're so powerful. You're so whatever the case may be that you can really create hell for yourself right that's a single thought materializing in that white room that white room takes form no matter you going down that rabbit hole of terror 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 now you're getting lost in this loop forgetting that the that white room where's your blank canvas for you to create mm-hmm. and you can still create but you have to remember that there is a white canvas that needs to be re uh repainted mm-hmm. Ooh, i love it I love that. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. I have this vision of like waking up, coming to, I can't see my body. I'm just really seeing my, yep. my eyes open. And then all around me is pure white, pure just white. perfect, perfect white. And at some point in my particular vision, at some point, um, I feel like I see the presence of somebody else and they yep. don't speak to me or anything. They yep. just kind of nod at me and let me know that everything's going to be okay. And this is good and everything that, but there's like no words. It's just pure, pure, um, intent, yep. like intent and consciousness is like, yep what's registered and experienced yep. and yeah. And then like, it's like the blank canvas. So the, the whole a- analogy of a blank canvas is, you know, it's, it's available for us to, to create, to, to, to paint upon. And, um, that's so fun. I love that. I love that thought experience. It's, it's really, I remember as a kid think like having this like flash where I just see myself in a white room. Um, yeah. Anyway, and just, just let it morph into whatever you want to, whatever you want it to be HV. I don't know how many episodes this is we got so far, but you know what's coming next. I always ask this last question to my guests. What would your message be to humanity during this time? Alignment is key. Alignment is key. I think we need, I think we're out of alignment. I think, uh, it's like a tune. We need to change our, we need to, we need to cal, we need to like the radio dial. You know, it's like, if, if you just, kind of like dial it up right or left you know up or down on the channel you can go from pure static to a beautiful tune you know and I think the way that we're living on a whole with all this like fake stuff coming into our minds and our hearts and our you know I think all of that is created to keep us out of tune Mm -hmm. and we need to be real we need to be read like yeah that we need to be we need to be like recalibrated yeah but alignment yeah that calibration is key yeah and we're, we're really close and what happens what so what happens when that happens i think something magical something wonderful for us so anyway hey, hv is cool so one thing i appreciate about the podcast i was uh i forgot i was talking about this with um every time your friends come on each time you get to see like how they've like just evolved in their lives and like mentally and like the energy and like your energy is just seeing like every time we chat your energy seems more like more lighter and you're just more knowledgeable so it's, it's really cool to see so it's, it's uh, i'm giving you your flowers right now oh thank you so much well you've been such a huge supporter uh, like of uh, me as human vibration but also my efforts with rambo on realize radio and we love having you on because our you know our listeners love you and love your energy and love everything so same to you every time we've we've kind of evolved together and mm-hmm. from and how i understand myself as a is you know like we're all learning together and then when we get to reconnect it's like 
but you're, you know, you're uniquely you and I'm uniquely me. And I think that our vibe, you know, our, it's a harmonious uniqueness. And I love, I love that about this world is we really can be different. We can Mm -hmm. be different from each other, but that doesn't have to mean that we're not in tune with each other. You know, just like a beautiful symphony, a beautiful symphony, all these different instruments all playing their own little tune, but it all, to the the grand conductor, it all, it's all working. It all works in sync. And I, yeah, anyway that metaphor could just go forever but um i love it (laughs) thanks guys we gave you a special treat today i hope you enjoyed this episode just remember you're awesome i love you stay cool and i was gonna say don't do drugs but then i'll be lying (laughs) do do whatever you want to do do them responsibly yeah do them responsibly don't get addicted have a balance do them responsibly Mm -hmm.